Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. David Lucas. Uh, I have been for the last six and a half years the first team goalkeeper coach at Fleetwood Town. Cool. And I enjoy it very much. Good. Cheers for coming. Thanks for doing it. Thanks for having me in your beautiful house. So hi. Thanks for coming. I didn't think. Well, we said the pub initially, didn't we? But I didn't realise that they had a pub quiz on until the other day. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Thanks for coming. Um, the first guest on from the finish. Guest. At home. It's weird because I've known you for like what two, three years, <laughs> yeah, if not more. Yeah, yeah. So obviously, Preston boy. Yeah, deep down boy, born and bred. Uh, spent my childhood playing football in and around the stadium. stadium. Yeah. They used to be where the car park is now. There used to be sort of a couple of five. The one at the back. You know the one. What is now? I think the, the on the. Um, Oh, that's how old I am. I can't remember the name of the stand. The, the old pavilion. Yeah, 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 yeah. Invincible stand. Invincibles. Yeah, yeah. The on that car park there used to be a five, two five side pitches uh, and a grass pitch next to it, and there used to be various five side leagues going on, age groups, uh, football coaching stuff, and um, it's where myself and Kev Kilbarn, Paul Dean, yeah. who I mentioned earlier, Chris Borick, all those sort of lads where we grew up playing football. Farrell Kilbarn, Fowlers. <laughs> all the Fowlers, the, the Preston, the Preston legends that are the Fowlers. Yeah, because Kurt Bam was a year. Of oh, and John Fowler, John Fowler, John Fowler played for Preston as well. He was he was obviously a Preston lad, and him and Farrell were with John Beck at Cambridge as as YTs. So John Beck bought Broth, bought Broth from back to Preston. John Fowler on loan, I think, from Cambridge. If my yeah. memory serves me right, and obviously Farrell signed. Uh, but yeah, that's. All Roman Catholic boys from Preston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All ex Corpus Christi boys as well. Um, so how did the move to Preston? Obviously, you were an apprentice, were you? Yeah. Well, move, was it all it was, sort of through the schools and all that sort of stuff? Yeah, it initially? was. It started off from St Greg's, which is obviously the school up the road from Deepdale. Yeah. Uh, RP, our, our school teacher, though, who used to run the football teams, Mister Keith Aspinall, uh, to us. You know, just just a legend of a guy used to run yeah. the town team as well. But St. Greg's back in the day, if you even take it back to um, it's obviously Alan Kelly's era, yeah. um, just 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 known for having good football teams and producing good players and winning most most of the stuff in, in primary school. And then Mr. Aspinall obviously used to run the Ball Boys as well, yeah, with a couple of other guys. And um, he obviously had an, an in at PE and people trusted his word uh, because obviously he. Um, Coached um, the town team. the town team as well. So definitely back in that. that he, day, was, I think it? I think it was it was almost just just the natural progression. You were in yeah, the town yeah. team, then you'd go to what was it? You used to call it a school of excellence or something like that. Yeah. And then that was probably from ten years old doing that. And then my first coach at P and E 
He's actually his, his son is is my best mate now. Best mate now, and he, he was he was my best man. I was his best man. A guy called John Collinson, who's sadly no longer with us, died a couple of years ago. Um, but he was my first coach at PNE. Yeah, big job. Were you a North End fan then? Of course, yeah. yeah. It's, it's funny because I, I remember um, being invited by Mr. Esmond to you know to be one of the ball boys. Yeah, and it was I can't remember. Must have been only seven or eight something like that so I never really even knew what went on behind you know the, obviously the stadium that was I used to walk past every day to go to school and didn't really understand what went on yeah, yeah. in there and then went, as soon as we went there as Bob was it sort of blew your mind a little bit how big it was yeah I remember when I first went it was a night game and just seeing all the lights and like all that sort of stuff just never experienced anything well, like it it was just it was, it was just a brilliant time as well because I remember going on it's a vague memory of this when it was still a grass pitch and I think the goalie was called John Platt I half remember and Peter Litchfield but I don't know why I was on who was on with and maybe, yeah. maybe got free tickets for the Cubs or something like that yeah, yeah. But, um, and then um, and then when obviously I started being a ball boy that was the 86-87 season which is still my favourite team ever yeah that's a bit before me that keep, yeah still, so when when all through my career, I've met people from that team played played in a in a charity game with John Thomas. He was like, Jesus, it's John Thomas. <laughs> Osher Williams worked for the PFA, the education side. So when Osher used to come in wherever I was, I always made a big fuss of Osh. Uh, so just just legend. And then obviously being friends with Alan Kelly, uh, yeah. him being a bit of, you know whenever I'm not sure about anything goalkeeping wise, I always turn to Kells. Yeah. Um, just, just brilliant to be to think of people like that as as, as, you, as you know, you know, still, yeah, still, yeah. still get a bit tired of you. <laughs> yeah. So, how did your progression sort of from the youth through to signing? Yeah, pro. It, pro? it happened. It happened so quick. Uh, obviously, I left school in June, whatever it was, June '94, and then obviously stepped straight into into, into life as a as a YTS, uh, and then. Pretty much a couple of months later, I was on the bench for the first team. Quick as that. 16 years old, just because of the makeup of the squads then in those days. You didn't have four first yeah, team yeah, keepers yeah. and stuff like that. You didn't have an under 23s. You definitely have no development squad. It was yeah. first team resis. And that was it. Two keepers and then your youth team keeping us, obviously. Me and another lad in the youth team, Spencer Harrison. Uh, but I just remember, because obviously I was a Preston fan, I remember just being like like a sponge, you know, just, you know, just Taking am- it amazed by it all. And yeah. just obviously. It really suited me. Took it. Took you know. Just seemed quite natural at it, and uh, you know, progressed pretty quickly. Happy days. And then oh, I yeah. ended up actually signed my fresh professional contract pretty much on my seventeenth birthday. So yeah, brilliant. Can't ask for much more than that on your seventeenth. Could, could have asked for a bit more. Money well, yeah, more. <laughs> it wasn't much. You don't want to push it at that. Age, no, yeah. Yeah. and then obviously. Um, Getting involved with the England and the under eighteen squad as well. So yeah, it was eighteens and twenties, wasn't it? Eighteen, yeah. We never had, don't know why we never had the nineteens games. I think we sort of skipped straight from under eighteens one year because I don't know it was ninety six. We had the under eighteen European Championships and ninety seven with the under twenty World Cup. So yeah. we, we we that was how we did it. But um, how was that then for you from like a, a personal thing? Was it a surprise? Did you have like an idea that it was coming or no? I, th- I think. I think um, I think 
people can recommend. I'm not sure. I think people can recommend you. Yeah. Sort of think. Um, never went to any um, trials. Trials or anything like that. Just my first thing was invited into one of the squad. We played Denmark uh, uh, at, at Walsall and uh, just straight into it. To meet at Little Show. Yeah. You're, you're in in the squad and. Uh, and I was actually I played a year up then I was only in the first year YT under 17s and then I was in the under 18 squad so that was I think that was my only taste of it that year and then the next year second year I was just in it full full me and myself and Richard Wright were the goalies yeah with a few few household names Real Fernand Frank Lampard Michael Owen yeah Emil Heskey uh, so we had a we had a, a good bunch so at that point then with even like with those players were they were you sort of looking at them and thinking like, bloody hell, they're good or? They are, I think you grew up, they were kids, they were, we were all kids, you know what I mean? They weren't first team players then. No, yeah, of course, but they were good players obviously, but I think we were, you were all at a level at, at that, so there wasn't, you know, we were all, we were all well, I said, we were all coming together and by the time we got to the European Championships in 96, we were all good mates because we'd been, we'd been in a good few squads together. Yeah. We were, we were, we were good pals and it was a, uh, you know, we're all used to each other. And then, actually, in the 1996, a few of us were involved in the Euro 96 squad, you know, training with a team, uh, picking the kids up, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So that was a, a real sort of life experience that, uh, you know, that at the time when you're a young kid, you just go, all right, that's the next thing. I'm used to being around these sorts of things. So, yeah. But now when you look back years later, you, you, you realise how, how, you know, what an experience it was. Yeah. So did stuff like that then did that help you do you reckon sort of in that early part of your career to not mature not, but to sort of realise where you were and yeah I think so I think it just it just it just it just opened it just made you more aware of a, probably a higher standard yeah. of football and you were used to it a bit more I know what you mean so then when yeah because you when get a lot get, of kids it, don't you that maybe get to that level and then drop off and yeah and I think I think it just it just it just after that nothing pretty much came as a surprise you were just used to training with the first team yeah. every day um, so you just it was a natural progression we've got the same thing with a young kid we've got at, at Fleetwood under 20 goalkeeper Billy Crellin who's just going on to Chorley and he trains with our first team every day he's, yeah. he's, he's, he's maturing all the time and he's you know he's got all the attributes to be a top top keeper just because we've 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 fed him fed it into him gently, just trained yeah. with the first team, so he's not he's not overall paying anything. That he's been trained with the first team since similar to me since he was sixteen, seventeen. So he's just uh, getting used to it. He's, 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 he's just he's just bubbling along nicely. He's just you know we're not trying to fast track his, his his development too much, but he's um he's like a he's like a naughty little puppy at the minute, pulling, yeah, yeah. pulling at the leash. So because he, he's he's a, he's a he's a he's a big boy, like so he's um. His, his body's maturing. He's, he, he's probably a bit quicker than his mind, but he's um, he's going to be a good one, I think. Yeah, one to keep an eye on them. Um, so, in terms of you making your debut for North End, that was the game that we won the third division title, was it? Yep, ninety six. Stuff dreams are made of. Really. I was going to say, was it just complete? <laughs> No, but yeah, a little bit. But um, I say my recollection might be slightly different of it. But I'd already made my league debut that season on loan to Darlington, who were in the same division. as yeah. Preston, funnily enough. But we um, been a, I'd had a good few games with Dal. I think about six or seven. So I'd I'd, I'd, I'd done that. You know, I'd, I'd, I'd crossed that milestone. I played. Yeah. In, I played in the league. So 
Because loans were a bit different back then, weren't they? I vaguely remember when I started watching North End that you would get players coming on loan for like a month or two yeah. months and then they'd go. Yeah, yeah, it was... Um, yeah, you, yeah. Whereas now I, it's I think, like it's a minimum it was, of six months, isn't it, now? Yeah, yeah, that's definitely changed. But I think even when I went to Sheffield Wednesday, and I think, unless you... Oh, I can't remember. Well, this is me trying to remember. I remember it was done on the top of days. I, think, I remember when I went to Sheffield Wednesday, I thought it was going to be three months. Yeah. It ended up being something like 90 days. It's something weird. Yeah, so I ended up yeah. missing out on a game that I thought I was going to play because right. of the number of days. Something weird, you know, something that some... Odd. Some, 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 some busy person had yeah. <laughs> decided. But then you could, like I say, I think it was a month and then you could renew it up to three months or whatever it was. Right. But, uh, but I'd been to Dollar alone, got brought back, funnily enough, because... We're playing, playing Preston in the eighth game or whatever, so Gary Peters wouldn't let me play in that game, yeah. so they had to bring another goalie in to play in that game, so he just kept him, just that's the way the money was, and he wasn't going to pay two long goals. So I came back to Preston, um, and then we won we won promotion against Orient the Saturday before. Yeah, Went up to Hartlepool, Vaughan was ill, Vaughan was ill, so he, he, um, he couldn't play, so the, I think... Didn't tell me till the Saturday morning. So right. I think I think there was no chance for him he was going to play anyway because I remember him. I think he, I think Baz the physio brought him up in his car, but he came, like quarantined him. So yeah, I think yeah, in a different yeah. part of the hotel. And then Saturday morning came around. You playing? But it was easy. It was easy. We didn't, there was no pressure on me. We don't. We're already promoted. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. as if. <laughs> I suppose as, as as making your debuts go. It was pretty easy because you. Uh, it's different now. I wasn't playing with a bunch of kids. There was only Kev. Kev, who's obviously a year older than me. Kev Kilbarn. Paul Sparrow, fullback, and the rest were geezers. Yeah. You know, Moisey and Russ Wilcox in front of me, Dean Barrick left back, and then midfield Bryce, uh, Cy Davy, Fenners, and Wilco and Andy Savile up front. Yeah. So you're just men, you're playing with men, you're not yeah, playing with yeah. me. You saw it, it was an easy, That's it, an easy introduction. So, you obviously won the title as well, didn't won you? Won the title, way. clean sheet, and the fuzzy head the next morning. <laughs> So you just mentioned Gary Peters, um, and obviously you had David Moyes in front of you when you made your debut. Obviously played under Moyes. Um, you also played under John Beck as well, didn't? No, no. You John, know? I signed as a YTS under John Beck. Sam Allardyce was my youth team manager. He signed us. Oh right, believe it or not. <laughs> but yeah, but he left after a couple of weeks. He, he went to take over at Blackpool. Right, uh, interesting. So um, yeah, so Sam was my officially my youth team manager, and then Gavin Nebling and uh, Chris Sully took over. For the for the next couple of years, but um, but yeah, John Beck, my first season. Well, he must he must have not lasted too long because Gary Peters definitely signed me right. uh, in November. So maybe John Beck made it to the beginning of November because yeah. I know Gary Peters hadn't been a manager long before I signed. And then obviously Moisey as well, <clears throat> the main man. Yeah, yeah, I've got a lot of fond memories of him. Definitely, I think we all have. <laughs> he's, uh, no, he's. Um, was it weird for for you seeing him go from player to a manager, or was it kind of something that you uh, thought he'd no, step no, up to do no, anyway? No, because no, because me, me, Paul McKenna he used to oh, he used to be on us all the time, so he was definitely always going to be a manager. Yeah, because he was just on us all the time, and we used to be like. <laughs> you know, because he was like captain. Did he cap- no, he wasn't. Bryce was captain. Wasn't he? he was assistant manager, but he, but he was a. Um, Said he was just on us, keeping us right, giving us, you know, making sure we weren't getting too carried away with yeah. ourselves. Um, and obviously, even even up until me and Kenner were tw- about 21, 22, he'd still be on us, yeah, still treat us like kids. But you know, obviously, 
With the right reason, for the right reasons. Yeah, it needs to keep you sort of on track and all that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. So that, obviously that season that we we got to take the playoffs, played Birmingham. It was um, was a ridiculous night, but it was just, it was similar to the um, the Hartlepool thing. As a kid from Deepdale, playing for his local team, if you could have asked me then, what would you love to achieve? I'd have probably said... Seven apparently, and apparently, yeah, my debut, win, win a promotion, win championship, and uh, uh, be involved in a night like the Torquay night, which was my last yeah, night yeah. As, a, as a fan on Deepdale, and I was involved in one pretty similar. So, yeah. <laughs> so we, you know, when you're looking back, you're just, just buzzing at things like that. But yeah. you, like I said, same as everything. When you're a footballer, you get. Taking yourself a bit too serious, and you, you think like these things, take these things for granted. But looking back now, you're like, uh, not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. Not bad. We'll take it, right? Definitely. <laughs> yeah, because um, we were losing two one, weren't we? No, we, we got we, we, no, we got beat uh, at St Andrews one 0 And to be fair, that that was probably the best, most fierce atmosphere I played. Yeah. Uh, pretty much in my career, there's a couple of nights. Oh, no, I played in one last game of the season at Millwall was a bit tasty as well. But um, but we um, we did well to get out of there one 0 Yeah, uh, we, were, we we took it. I think Birmingham thought they'd done it. They'd done all the hard work, and then people were, people had written us off. So um, we uh, we. Well, I watched the thing that I watched the extended highlights. Funny enough, on Friday night in the hotel, just um, after dinner. This Friday just gone. Just gone here. We're in a hotel with Fleetwood and Doncaster. I was on YouTube watching a few different things for yeah. the years, and I watched the extended highlights on that. And uh, we bat- we absolutely battered them. Yeah. We battered them. Apart from the one where the, the goal he scored and the one where uh, Lazaridi scores around me and Rob Edwards gets it and yeah. we end up scoring from. I don't think they had too many chances. I think we, we just we just steamrolled them. And uh, all led by the main man, our captain, Mr. Gregan. Yeah, what a player he was. Just a guy, wasn't he? Just yeah. fair, he was just he was he just symbolised us as a group, really. Yeah, I think that's probably one of my main memories is that maybe a bit similar to how we were in League One, coming up under Simon Grayson, just grafters. Yeah, yeah. bit of quality in there as well, but. Yeah, well, I, I, it's I, very together. I, watched, I only watched a few games. I, I went on the semi-final against Chesterfield, was it? Yeah. When Joe Garner roughed up Ian Everett. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, similar, similar sort of, um, similar sort of um, makeup and, and similar sort of managers. Honestly, and just require the pound of flesh, like you know, you've yeah, got, yeah. you've got, you've got, to, you've got to give everything you've got. But no, nothing, no, nothing weird and wonderful. Just uh, good, honest. Bunch of lads playing for each other. Yeah, and I know. I don't know what, but uh, Simon was my manager at Leeds for a little bit, and obviously I know him quite well from 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 seeing him. Apart from that, but he's just a straightforward, genuine, honest guy. Yeah, not messing. Yeah. So what? Going into that penalty shootout, then were you shitting your pants? Were you no, totally. ready for no, it? D- d- well, you know, this isn't. This is what you were now. This is how many years later? Eighteen years later. Yeah. So. um no, I think Moisey made it so easy for me because Birmingham had been in the uh, League Cup final against right. Liverpool, got beat on penalties. Yeah, that year. So he said he made it on. He just showed me the penalty shootout um, of Liverpool against Birmingham. He actually pulled me in his office. I thought I'm getting dropped here. 
Not the game you want to get yeah, drunk. You know, on. you think. You know, you just overactive mind. And he just had this. He had the tape and the video, and he just said, "Right, if these guys who took a penalty in the cup final take a penalty again, I believe if they take a pe- these pe- a penalty in, front of, in Millennium Stadium in front of eighty thousand, whatever it is, and choose to go X, Y, Z, way, whatever, yeah, if tonight will do the same. That is, and he was spot on. The lads who I think I think it might have been four of the five or all five. It might have been, but." They all went the same way you told me to go. Yeah, because you got to, you went the right way for I think four of them, yeah, did you? So, he, he, like I said, it, from my recollection of it, the majority of the lads who he said would take them took them and went the way that he said they would. Yeah. So, it made my. Just made your job easy. I don't know why I didn't save them all. <laughs> <laughs> should have saved them all. <laughs> so, what was it like after then? Did you just everyone go out? Or was it. Yeah, we, uh, we, we definitely went out, but I, uh, even. I said even the other night I watched the highlights and there was a little bit on the highlights in the um, at the end of us in the dressing room it's just me opening a big bottle of champagne and spraying and I've got no recollection of it not because You're I was it. drunk but just because it's just one of those things isn't no it no idea and then I, then I watched I watched the game straight went on to straight, straight on to a game in 99 we beat Wrexham away 5-0 um, and, I'm, and I, I sort of had a vague I knew it obviously knew we won 5-0 I knew Jacko scored a header and I, but I make quite a few saves in this game. I've got no memory of it whatsoever. It's like you think, you think, oh, that would trigger a memory, but not nothing, at all. Nothing <laughs> at all. It's mad, isn't it? Too many bangs to the head, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I suppose as a, as, a young, as a young player, though, you spend that much time fretting about, oh, this is the biggest game in the world. You know, whenever you're playing, you get yourself G'd up for it and all that. And 20 years later, you can't even remember what happened in the, in yeah. the game. <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? Right. You know, it's funny, I could probably only, I mean, we were talking about it with Joe, uh, our manager, Joey Barton, saying you, you cannot remember that many, you know, all yeah. the games, you probably all remember a handful of games yeah, that stick in your memory. And even when there's a thing in the evening post every week, a retro thing, and it has like, it has like reproduces some of the match reports from yeah. the games, and I'm in quite a lot of them, and I'm like, don't I don't remember, remember playing that game, I do not remember, don't remember the score, and don't remember anything about yeah. that game. I know when I spoke to Matt a few months back. He was saying Matt Hill. Um, he was saying the same thing. He was like, "I just it's mad though, some you games think. stick out like a sore thumb for no reason whatsoever." Yeah. And then he's like, oh, "I think you pro- I think you probably get it a lot of home games. You probably couldn't differentiate because it's all because it's yeah. all Deepdale, it's all Hillsborough, whatever. So yeah. it's all sort of a few blendings together. Away games are a bit easier because you've got the because different grounds, different grounds and whether you a stinker or not might might apply to that as well. Yeah. Um, cool. We'll, we'll have a bit of a break um, and I've got some questions for you for part two brilliant cool So welcome back to part two, still here with Dave, Dave Lucas. Yeah, so I think we'll start off with sort of leading on from that Birmingham mm-hmm. semi-final. Um, probably, compl- well it is complete opposite, but the, the final against Bolton obviously didn't end how I think anyone would have wanted it to, but... No, I, um, no, I think it... Uh... 
if we're totally honest with with us as a group, probably the the um, semi final sort of took a bit too much energy out of us. Yeah. You know, took a you know I think even looking back of it, like I said, I watched it in the hotel on Friday. The extended highlights, even after it, you've got like sort of Moisey in the tunnel hugging everyone as he went past, and I think we sort of. You know, you see, you see some time. Yeah, a little bit, a little yeah. bit. I think we, I think all our emotional energy sort of went in that, yeah, and then yeah. after that, after you've used all that, you've only got sort of nervous heads. We never really, never give a great account of ourselves in the final, but it, it looks a bit worse than what it was because they, they scored two in 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 right now, right at the death didn't yeah. they, on on the counter when Colin Murnock decided to try and play number ten for yeah. some reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. Open. Yeah, well, Mark at the time. Um, my, I think my dad had gone down with a load of his mates um, so me and my mum went down and it was it's probably one of my earliest memories of North End to be honest because like I said I was only maybe well, I was born in 92 so that was 2001 yeah, so I'd been 9 years old um, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. also I was tw- 23 I think I was 22, 23 not uh, sure ish yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> no but yeah, well, like I said, and it was it was funny because I played in the playoff final, two thousand and five for Chef Wednesday, the day before PE played West West Ham, and we 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 won, we got promoted, and I remember watching the PE again the day after and thinking they've done the same thing again here. They've yeah. sort of they've not give a they've not Good give account. a true account of themselves that season, over, over the season. They've not quite done it in the final. It's a shame, but these things happen. So what was it like, sort of, in the build-up to the game against Bolton? Obviously, they had a, a good squad as well, didn't they? Yeah, they, you know, they, they had. They, like Michael oh, Ricketts yeah, and Ricardo Premier, Carton, Premier League yeah. players, weren't they? All of them, they'd been in that sort of situation numerous times, so where we were sort of new to new it. To it. They, 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 it was just another game to them. Uh, I remember we went to the Vale of, of the Good Morgan Hotel, probably... Again, this is me trying to remember something that happened years ago. At least th- spent three days there, I think. Um, and just thought about the game forever. Yeah. <laughs> so a bit of, you know, a bit, bit of overkill, if you remember. But like I said, this, it might have been different at the time. It might not have been quite that long. But it seemed like we were, you know, it, it was definitely built up. Um but you know, for the right reasons to prepare yeah, yeah. prepare properly, um, get used to being down there yeah, and all that sort yeah. of stuff. And then um, I remember we went went to the stadium the night did be- the night before the, the afternoon before whatever it was. Yeah, um, to have a look around. So just so everything was everything was everything that could be done was done for us. You yeah. know, um, just just on the, at the I remember the pitch was terrible. I remember that much. I yeah, remember watching it back, everyone kept slipping. The pitch weren't great because obviously the roof and it was, um, you know, the third game in in three days and all that. So um, so that weren't great. But but we just it just won them at the end. They it was their time, not ours. Yeah. So afterwards, what was it? Was it a bit? Everyone obviously down and yeah, down. But then also. Remember, we came up from 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 um, league the one. league below. We won, we we won that league um, twelve months before. Yeah. So, I think actually after the immediate disappointment when we got back to the hotel because we all we stayed over the hotel, we had a bit of a you know get together for our families and things. So we um, so you went down with the 
With all your families? No, no, the families came. They, they went down the night before and stayed in a different hotel. Right. Then after the game, they came to our hotel. Uh, we had a bit of a, a knees up, but I think then recollection actually we have done something you know pretty special. We just yeah. came came up a bit nine short, minutes, nine minutes short basically. And uh, I think I don't think we added too many too many players to the squad. I think we only thing we did we got crazy in full time. But apart from that, I don't think we added too many players. We had, obviously had a couple of loanies, Brian McBride and yeah. Maya, people like that who came in. Uh, but apart from that, it was pretty much the same lads who'd, who'd, who'd come up from the league below. So, you know, in the, in the card right day, it was an unbelievable effort. Yeah. So nearly, nearly got to the prim. Yeah, it was, yeah, like I said, for me, looking back, my first sort of taste of, like, playoffs and getting close. And <laughs> it was... No offence relationship with the playoffs. Yeah, well, 10th time, wasn't it, in league one? I it was 10th. Tenth time, Jeez, yeah. I don't know how many can I remember. I remember a couple against Port. I remember when I was used to be a ball boy, Port Vale, uh, Port Vale, Torquay, a few others. Oh, Joingham. Oh, yeah, that's been a few. Yeah, no, there's the Bolton one, the West Ham one. I think the year <laughs> after the West Ham one, we got knocked out in the semi by yeah. Leeds. Oh, was it Leeds? When, and then, yeah. uh, Brett broke his leg. Yeah, that was my mate, Johnny Douglas. Oh, was it? Uh, no, it wasn't Dougie never. Broke his leg. No, yeah, 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 it was. Uh, it, it was, was, was Dougie yeah. who, 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 who was in the challenge. But um, and then I remember the one at Sheffield United as well. Yeah, Greg Halford. Uh, Greg Halford, yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. John Parkin was playing. European well. Super Cup winner Andy Lonergan in that. But wow, what an achievement for him! Can't knock it. Definitely not. Oh, I tell you what. To go there like he did and brew himself over mm. a month or so, and then. Well, that was the thing. It was such a short period as well, wasn't it? Yeah, but because I think pretty much as soon as he went there, he played. He played in the states uh, a game against Seville. Um, listen, Liverpool, Liverpool don't give people contracts out. No, they don't. They're not. They're so not. As long as has done something there to, 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 you know, impress one of the best managers in the world. Exactly. Yeah. No. Yeah. Fair play to him. Um, he's still crap at golf. <laughs> he's not really he's good I don't, I don't play golf so um, yeah so in terms of Moisey then what was he like as as a manager was he he was just he was just full on he was just was he like different from player to manager no he was always he just was, always he was, the same yeah, he was always, always respected always, as well miserable <laughs> Scottish, isn't it? <laughs> I wasn't, but he was quite stern. Yeah. But now looking back, he's, he was, he knew where he was going. Yeah. And whether we were going along with him was up to us, sort of thing. He was because um, it was the year. Was it the year after the Bolton final that he, he left? To yeah, he went about about Easter time. Wasn't he? It was quite. It was uh, after yeah. Christmas, definitely. I thought it was before. No, but I, I, could be def- wrong. I thought it was definitely after after New Year. Might have been. Might have been. Again. Oh, wow. My memory of things are, are up for debate. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was. Um, it was. Uh, yeah, I thought it was out definitely after Christmas. Yeah, but he um, just he just used to before obviously all these massive um, backroom staffs that they have now and all this. He did everything. Even did the warm ups on the pitch before a game. Yeah, which, I, mean, I think he even did that when he went to Everton for a, for a period. But he just. He was just hands on. I'm guessing. Obviously, he was influenced by Fergie. He was just, he, you know, he just, he just wouldn't leave 
anything uh, no stone unturned. unturned and his his, uh, his training was very good he was he we used to uh, do a lot of analysis probably before other teams did he was one of them he was he was a cutting edge of most things and like I said it was quite stern but once if you went and got into his office he um, he was good as gold he, he could yeah. he, he, he could see the human side of him then he was he was he, he, always about time for the players yeah, and... he, he was one of us you know what I mean yeah. we, we, we loved him and the, and the, do you reckon yeah, that made things him. easier for him and you the fact that he was one of you and then uh, sort of made that step up he maybe already got that maybe. level of respect well, I, think, I think he just, he just got respect because he was genuine yeah like I said you know what I mean he, his, his, his ethos was hard work yeah. there was no secret to it hard work everyone everyone works the balls off day in day out training was like matches um, you knew um, you knew where you stood you knew what, what, what you had to do there was no sort of I'm, I'm not feeling it's there. I'll have a bit of a course today. He'd be on you. He yeah. wouldn't miss a thing. So, and, and we all got used to it. And I remember when people come in, used to come in from the outside. I remember when Steve Robertson signed. You know, he 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 found out pretty quickly that you know this is a standard. Yeah. And you, no know, you know, you've come from. I can't remember where he came from. Robo was it Bournemouth? I think it was Bournemouth. And he found out pretty quickly that Mark Rankin and Sean Gregan weren't going to give up their midfield spots. <laughs> Too easy. But yeah, that's what it was. We were really. The, Tight. No, the first year I was at Chef Wednesday, we were a really tight group. But Preston, we just we we're just mates. We yeah. Everyone knew. Everyone was on the same wavelength. Big group of friends. Yeah. 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 yeah no, I watched the video with Moisey uh, maybe about a month ago uh, that he did an interview with um, a YouTube channel called Coach's Voice. Don't oh. know if you know it. Uh, talking about his time at North End, and he said that he was up in Scotland, did his coaching badges, mm-hmm. and didn't know if they'd mean the same when he moved down here so he yeah. did them again down here oh yeah so he'd done them twice so I think it, like you said obviously yeah. hard work no he knew he knew he knew where he wanted to go after his playing time I think he, he, he just, like most people were successful he knew yeah. where he wanted to go it was up to the people around him whether they were going to go with him Joey says the same thing yeah, it does, doesn't surprise it does, me. It does not surprise then, me. I think the the top people have that self belief. Yeah, that, and that, you've and got that to try, haven't you? Got, you, you got, to you got to be selfish, haven't you? Yeah, in the right ways. Yeah. Yeah. Do you still speak to him now? I've not seen him for a while. I know he's just moved to Lytham. Um I saw actually saw him in, a, uh, in we have, we have a charity golf day every year for in George Ross's memory, um, and uh, he was there for that. So we had a, a brief chat. But he's, he's, he's just same guy. He's, he's so easy to speak to. He's yeah. not, he, he won't change for anyone. Who came in after Moisey left? Callum Callum had it till the end of the season. That season, then Craig Brown came. Oh yeah, and Billy so did you play? I can't remember the period that you sort of left. Yeah, uh, Craig, Craig, and Bill came in. Um, what What were they like compared to Moisey? Uh, they were, they were slightly different. When the first season, as I remember, Craig did most of the coaching. Bill was obviously the assistant, um, and then towards the end of that season, Bill took over pretty much all the coaching and stuff. Yeah. It, it was a, it was a bit. You could see that Bill was good then, you know what I mean, stuff like that. But Craig was, uh, Craig was lovely, good guy. You know, yeah. I mean, this is proper. Got a good rep, hasn't he? Yeah. Oh, he... What a bad word said against him. You know what I mean? He was uh, just a good, good football geezer. Yeah. And then, well, but you could see Bill was more of a Bill wanted to. He was more of a driving force. You could yeah. see where he wanted to get to, and how he, how if he was in charge, it would have been slightly different. But. Um, they're both good guys, and then to be fair, 
and then the season after when I, I went to Sheffield Wednesday on loan I was just I was ready to leave I'd been I'd been, I'd been there for too long you know yeah, what I mean to say anyway. yeah definitely it was just it was just uh, it was just time to go you know what I mean and then I went to Sheffield Wednesday on loan and as soon as I got there I was like oh this is unbelievable yeah. this is brilliant not just because just, just a new challenge you know what yeah, I mean just yeah, to try and to go and do something away on your own and and uh, it felt like just so natural and I had a year left at Preston but then so how old were you when you went to Sheffield 20 probably 25 so probably at that point then where you're thinking 25, 26 yeah time to go and yeah just just, just be, and just obviously, obviously it, it, it helped that it was Chef Wednesday and not yeah. Stockport don't we you know yeah, what I mean yeah. big club but, uh, big club and with with a, with a remit to get back into the championship and all that so I went there for three months on loan that season and then obviously they bought me in the summer yeah uh, so it was just it was just time to go and even yeah, yeah. I mean, even when I um, when I left Swindon uh, when I wanted to get back up north I started a year left at Swindon and I trained at P&E for a bit I thought oh, it would be, be great as soon as I sort of got into Springies I, I went oh it feels like it did when I, when I was leaving you know, it, Nothing's it, yeah it felt Oh, I've done this. Yeah, been yeah. here before, you know. Which is different to people because when Grezzo went back, he, he loved it. I just felt like, and then to be fair, it was that's what it was. So, did you have the opportunity to sign back to No, they, I think they were waiting for Ian, Ian Turner. Ian Turner, is that it? Yeah, yeah. Ian Turner. Yeah, yeah, they were yeah. waiting for him because they were get they wanted him from uh, from Everton. Yeah. Uh, so Phil Brown just said because, and I was waiting for my stuff at Swindon to be sorted out uh, because I, I knew I was. Good chance of going to Rochdale, right. but that you know, so it's all paperwork. Yeah, so, yeah, so I was like waiting for that tickle. So it was a chance just to keep fit. get my family back up to Preston yeah, and yeah. me me take over training. I played played the played a game up in Falkirk. Falkirk, Falkirk, and I played a half a game at Morecambe. So it was just training, really. Was were they pre-season games? Yeah, pre-season they games. I remember them. So um, so I was training at PE again, and Lonners was just about to move on to Leeds. So he was knocking about. But it was um, it was good to train, but it yeah. definitely felt like oh, you know, of course if something happened, it would happen. You 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 you, you take it as as it comes. But yeah. I was really just waiting for they were waiting for Ian Turner to come from Everton, and I was waiting for Rochdale, Rochdale thing to get sorted. Yeah. With Swindon, Swindon, and Rochdale were coming and over, over nothing, fifty p. Ah, interesting. Yeah, I forgot completely about that. But now, obviously, now you mentioned it. Yeah. I vaguely remember you playing in that game against. Um, well, was it, it Falkirk? Was it was it? Falkirk, yeah. It was on a Saturday morning. We drove up from Deep Down. I didn't know any of the lads. Well, I hadn't met any of the lads uh, properly. I sort of just turned up and you're playing. Cause I, I, and I hadn't been training because I, cause I, cause I was waiting to get away from Swindon. Yeah. And I didn't really want to play for Paolo Di Canio, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> and I say at some point you think I'd rather not. Yeah. And plus, we've been first time we've been down south, and we had two young kids, and my wife had northern people are nicer, aren't they? So my wife Definitely. needed to wanted to come back home because yeah. what a bit of home used, comforts. Yeah, of course. Yeah. She we'd done two years, and I said two years, and then I tried to stretch it for another bit. She was ready to Wasn't come home, so it all worked out. Got to listen to the boss, aren't you? As I found out in the last four months, <laughs> yeah, it's got to be done. <laughs> so obviously, you played with Greza at North End. Mm-hmm. Um, when who was it that got sacked? Phil Brown went. 
Right, yeah. Oh, yeah. Greza was in with, yeah. uh, with Unsworth. Unsworth. Yeah. Do you reckon they should have been given more time or maybe been offered the job? Because they did. I think they won two uh, or three. Yeah, games. I remember they, I remember they won at MK Duns. Yeah. I remember that. Because uh, uh, obviously soon after that he went to Fleetwood, didn't he? Yeah, he did because he went. Because um, he was obviously. He finished his playing career at the end of that, was it that season. I think it was. Because Phil Brown brought him back in yeah. Deep Dale. Yeah, yeah. And he then he scored a free kick in his last game. Uh, and then um, and then him, him and Chris Lucchetti um, got a youth team gig the next yes, season for, till, till obviously they came to Fleetwood in December, whatever it was. But. Um, Oh, I'll say it again, like I said, yeah. yes, because of the buffoon they give it to him instead. Well, yeah. Because <laughs> actually, when Greso and Skip were the youth team guys, I used to go in on, on my day off on a Wednesday and just do a bit of coaching with the, yeah, the yeah. youth team when I was at Birmingham. And uh, they had these mad pictures on the on the wall, like montages of like in the middle in the, in the middle of the picture it'd say like uh, champions or winners or something whatever it was and it'd be like Muhammad Ali Mike Tyson uh, don't, uh, people uh, are Federer yeah. you know. and then him <laughs> <laughs> and then there'd be another one oh, same yeah. size picture on the opposite side of the room and he'd have the maddest things on his like collage he'd have like a kitten with a gun and stuff it was weird weird just Jesus. weird stuff yeah, I've, I've heard some bonkers stuff about him, but but the thing, the thing is, especially no matter what you're doing, if if you're not true to what you say, if what you're saying is legit, you'll get found out eventually. People yeah. just stop listening to you, and I think that's what's starting to happen to him anyway. Yeah, he's not got a job at the minute. I don't think has he. <sighs> but think about it: the, the lads who he ostracised, Humi, Mel's, uh, Cootsy. <laughs> Basnick, Clark Carlisle, yeah. you know, and he brought in because I remember he's, Coochie said that he. Um, She've got he, he, he Coochie. Took, he was Coochie, but then he said that he Coochie won't have him. Coochie said a few things. He got suspended for a week or two. Whatever. Yeah. Came back. He said he played a trend on the pitch, and Coochie was in the sort of reserves or whatever. The opposite. He, team sent, he sent them team. all, didn't he? Send them all down to Cotton to train with the youth team or something. Just weird stuff. But then, then in the, this training session, where they were against the first team, Nigel due to play on the Saturday. Yeah. Coochie obviously was running the show, and he said to him, "After oh, Coochie, you're brilliant." And Coochie said, "It's not, hard, it's not hard against the shit you brought in." <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. Um, have you ever been offered the chance to work at North End in any capacity? Not only the um, the uh, thing about Bob when I was with Grezzo and Skip on the day off doing Skip the Chris and Kitty, doing the um, the helping the out work. the youth team goalkeeper with 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 uh, Jack Jack Cudworth was there as well, um, but that's it. Yeah, could probably get a gig. Selling programs or something if I really wanted one. Ball boy. <laughs> yeah, ball boy again, yeah. <laughs> Best job I've ever had, though. Um, so, in terms of North End at the moment, then, there's five keepers on the books, I think. Mm-hmm. Obviously, four of them at the club at the minute because Maxie's gone up to yeah. Scotland on loan. Mm-hmm. I think there's Declan, uh, Michael Crow, Connor Ripley, and young Matt Hudson. Yeah, yeah. From a goalkeeper's point of view, is that good or is that not good having that many players for one position? Oh no, because as long as they're all in slightly different 
terms of development, it's fine. You need keepers, um, <clears throat> just just for day to day running of the club and yeah. sessions. And uh, as long as you've got, as long as you've got um, a development program for them all, and and a, and a, and a, and a clear plan, plan. Of, of what 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 the role is and what they're there for, yeah. that's fine. We, we we've got. Oh my god, fully all you got. We've got obviously uh, Matt Jilks, uh, Alex Kearns, Billy Crowen. Matt Jilks? Matt Jilks, yeah. What the hell? I thought he retired. No, far from it. Um, and then we've got James Cotton, who we took from Preston when he got released at the end of last season. He's um, he's our sort of under 23s, under 18s yeah. slash sort of crossover keeper. Right. Because um, you, you, you definitely need a good number of keepers yeah. then you've got two youth team keepers obviously but you need you need a certain number to keep the sessions ticking over yeah yeah just because obviously um, a lot of fans are not criticising but getting on the back of like people like Jack Goodworth and saying that he's not good enough and he's the reason that Declan's been having a bit of a bad yeah. time and I think one of the things is that we've got five keepers on the books, so it was just one of them things. That I thought, is it actually an issue? Uh, no, I, I, I think it won't do. It's like, um, let me think. No, let me think of the keepers. Uh, Declan and Connor, they're obviously your first team keepers. Yeah. Uh, Michael Crow, I don't, I don't know too much about him, I, but I'm guessing he played he, one professional yeah, game. I'm guessing him. He'll be third choice, so he'll be there to sit on the bench. Uh, if anything happened to the other two, yeah. and uh, and obviously, and you, your first every first team session, it'll need three keepers. Right. You so you'll need they'll be training with the first team every day. Matt Hudson, in around it because obviously, if you've got four, say two, two keepers are training with the first team, doing whatever shape or anything like that. Yeah. The goalkeeper coach can take the other two and keep yeah. them ticking over, so you can. You so can, it's not unusual. Rot, to have rot, no. That many. As keepers. long as let's like say, and plus if you. You can't in Maxi. Maxi's up in Scotland, so it's, but you definitely need four. Yeah, four. Definitely. So it's not unusual because because it only takes. We found that you, you get one injury, uh, you down to three. Yeah, and then you know, like I say, ascending off something else. Yeah, and you, yeah, you, you know, yeah. you, you quickly you quickly down to your last two. Yeah, so you definitely fours standard. Right. Definitely, you get. I remember we were on the we were at St George's on the goalkeeper conference thing. And one of the lads there was saying that Leicester train with nine guys. Jesus. Nine guys. Because they've got so many se- different parts of the session going on. Yeah. And Casper's Michael likes to just stay with the goalie coach. So these other keepers are fighting yeah, off in yeah, every yeah. So Casper can just do his own but thing. But yeah, I say different. Everyone's different, but you need, yeah. you, you need I'd say four is, is pretty standard. Yeah, cool. Um, so what, I think last sort of bit then. What memories have you got of North End from both a fan's point of view and a playing point of view? Like, what sticks out? Like, what's your favourite things to look back on? And- My favourite things are when, as a player, it was still on, it still had the same sort of ethos as when I was a fan. Yeah. It, like, up to a point, up to probably when, when Moisey left, uh, it probably that's when it started to feel slightly different to me. This and to be nothing, 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 just natural progression. Uh, you know, uh, Kenner's mum and dad stopped doing the food. My dad stopped doing a bit of the security. You know, little things like that. you know, just just general, yeah. a general people just have evolution of stuff. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just happened. It just it went away from it. Like just little things changed. 
because uh, it was it, it was unbelievable, and it was unbelievable because we were successful. Let's yeah. be honest. If if we'd have been scrapping for relegation every every year, it wouldn't have been mine not been. So it's easy to talk back and say it was brilliant because it, it was brilliant because we were we were always going for something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but it was just like I said, it was just it was just a real family ethos to it all. Yeah. Like I said, even. Like the stuff we did at the training ground, we were, said, we were 90 minutes from the Premier League, and we were all we were all in it together. Like I say, anyone could come into the training ground and be made feel welcome. It was yeah. it was just it was, it was no no one thought they were bigger than anyone else. No one that. left out. Or no, not not at all. It was uh, it was class. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you want, though, isn't it? It's definitely what you want. Um, yeah, no, I think we'll call it real. Call it a podcast, eh? Cool. So, yeah, thanks for listening to episode one of From the Finney Meets with David Lucas. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed it. Stay tuned because there'll be uh, more episodes of From the Finney Meets coming. Um, we're working on trying to get some things confirmed with some guests, so hopefully we'll have news for you soon. So, yeah, stay, stay tuned to the social media. We'll probably be announcing things on there as and when. Um, and if you enjoyed it, Please share it away on your social media and with your friends and family. Uh, thanks again for listening.